You are listening to 5-Minute Popcast, episode number 61. Please stand clear of the doors. Oh, boy! To infinity and beyond! Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Popcast. My name's Nick, also known as at Disney Adams on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I am also a travel planner specializing in Disney destinations for Tink's Magical Vacations and Earmark Travel Planning Company. And if you don't know what an Earmark Travel Planning Company is, we get our commission from Disney, which means if you book a trip with us, we are completely free to you. Uh, Stay tuned for one of our ad reels, because it will let you know the number and website. But moving on, I just want to... uh, urge everyone to please stay home think about your family and loved ones who are more susceptible to this if you're younger and just you know stay inside i know it stinks um we're going to talk a little bit today about some things you can do uh that are disney oriented quote unquote during this time that you are stuck at home talking to a lot of my friends unfortunately i'm an essential employee not unfortunately because i'm very happy that i'm still getting paid but i am an essential employee with red bull because we deliver to grocery stores and gas stations so i'm still out and about in the world i'm not gonna lie to you you're not missing a whole lot because a lot of things are closed stay tuned we're gonna talk a little bit about that i want to listen into some of our older episodes you guys can hear from some of the really cool guests we had on early on one of which which was my favorite was lee cockrell if you guys don't know who that is is. He was head of food and beverage operations for Walt Disney World. He also uh, brought on head uh, food and beverage over in um, Disneyland Paris. So really cool to talk to. Just about everything that comes out of his mouth is very inspirational. Very excited for you to hear from him, as well as Corey Amrine, a couple of the Tinks agents, stuff like that. So that'll be kind of cool. So yeah, let's get to it. Uh, and again, oh, actually, before I get to it, one more thing. Sorry, guys. I do want to thank all of our uh, healthcare providers out there, especially if you're listening in. You guys are working very hard, and I know this isn't even the worst of it yet from what they're saying so thank you so much for what you guys are doing and i hope that if you are listening this gets you through a little bit of that time uh, or on your time on your way to work to keep you calm and let, let you have a little bit of disney love going on and in, in, in your car ride in first off i want to talk about food surprise surprise i know everyone knows that i love food we do an episode about bi-monthly now that is all about food at disney world and disneyland so um let's start with that so again we're looking we're, we're set at home we're stuck at home i've got my three kids i've got my fiance and we want some breakfast surprise surprise again i'm going with an ohana breakfast i have talked about this in the past in the five minute update um and i think they did a shorter episode that had it in there as well i can't remember i'll have to listen back in but we do an ohana breakfast so this is pretty much comprised of i take a pineapple i cut it into quarters and what I do is, is I actually slice it uh, widthwise all the way down. That way, when I slice it lengthwise and kind of sweep in between the skin and the pineapple itself, and it makes like a little pineapple bowl you can pick out of with a fork or a toothpick, anything like that. Uh, we usually do that. Some bacon. You got to have bacon if you, if you want a good breakfast. Sometimes sausage. Do a little bit of scrambled eggs. And then we try to get as close as we can to a stitch juice. A lot of times I'll just get a tropical juice. Um, I have been in a lot of my grocery stores locally. And even though there are a lot of other things that are out, I have seen even guava juice and stuff like that. And you can get the recipe online. I'll put the uh, link in the show notes to make stitch juice. Um, you can't get all the stuff at your your local grocery store, especially now, because not a lot of people I would imagine are buying that, that kind of juice. It's definitely something that really reminds me and the family of hanging out and having breakfast with Lilo and Stitch. So that's something we do at home. But uh Speaking of uh, food and, and beverage, um, I do want to let you guys listen in with uh, our interview with Lee Cockrell, uh, myself, and Pollyanna, who is also a travel planner over at Tink's Magical Vacations, as well as pretty much my resident Disney foodie. We had the opportunity to speak with Lee for the second time on the podcast, and uh, this is this is what you know we had to say. 
Well, I didn't have any business experience in France. I'd been to France many times and we had friends there and I didn't, I didn't speak the language, but I was very familiar with it. And, uh, I had spent many summers over there and, and visits. And when you're in the hotel business, you know, you work with people, especially the food business, from all over the world. So I was comfortable working with people from anywhere. And, uh, you know, once you meet people from all over the world, you find out everybody's the same. And uh, mm-hmm. so uh, it was it was not that difficult. I mean, the language, I wish I'd have spoken French because it's hard to uh, get your points across when you have a translator. <laughs> but I had a translator if I needed it, but mostly all the business was conducted in English because oh, wow. people were from all over the world and it was a huge project. And uh, so it worked out okay. And uh, we hired great chefs and great restaurant managers and I wasn't cooking the food, so I didn't need to know too much about it. I just need to hire great chefs. And we found those all over the world and brought them in. So get the right, right experts and your life will be easy. Right. Oh, that's amazing. And I, I can imagine the, the search to find those those chefs too was, must have been a, a little bit of fun for, for you and anyone else kind of out there, you know, uh, uh, you know, try, trying to dine in their restaurants and whatnot. I can imagine that that's a pretty cool experience all in itself in the hiring process. It was. I had to hire 200 uh, managers and chefs and, and we traveled all over, the, all over the world to interview people that wanted to move to Disney and wanted to move to Paris and wanted, had the food experience and uh, were great at what they did. And so it took about two years to find everybody and get them over here, moved over here with their families and kids and and into Paris. So it was a unique experience that I'd never had before. Now, when when you bring in a a team like that, there's got to be a level of pride amongst everyone because you guys were, you know, at the forefront of Disneyland Paris, correct? I mean, at at this point, it was just opening. Yeah, I got there two years before the opening and and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was totally new, uh, brand new. Nobody had mostly, I'd say 95% of the people had never worked for Disney. So we had yeah. to kind of put that culture in place, that knowledge, uh, their training, uh, their orientation to what Disney's all about. And because uh, we had people hired from France, Germany, Spain, Italy, uh, Netherlands, UK, Ireland, everywhere. I mean, it was uh, people came from everywhere. And uh, so that was pretty unique, uh, starting up with people that really didn't hadn't worked for Disney before. Lee is absolutely one of the most inspirational guests I've had on the uh, show, and I'm really happy that we've had to get him on a couple times. I'm really happy you guys have gotten to hear that. It's it's kind of like our own little private look into the world of Walt Disney World talking with him. Not to mention the guy is just absolutely inspirational, and he has so much information and knowledge to kind of to to listen to and and to tap into. So really, really a great person to be on a podcast with. But I want to start talking a little bit about more of the technology side, some things you guys can do online when you are home and super bored and just missing Disney as they are not open yet and um, won't be for another week or two, hopefully. But that being said, the biggest thing that I can say you do, you can do is, is check out a lot of the 3D videos on YouTube. It's funny because my fiance always kind of joked with me that you shouldn't take videos and stuff like that. Now it's one of the most popular things as people are missing Disney, but that's a great way. I'm going to post a couple links in the show notes so that way you guys can have uh, somewhere to start uh, on your search to, to find these things. But the 360 videos are great. The, the cameras that are out nowadays take 
phenomenal pictures and the 360 really makes you feel that way i personally have like a little vr headset which, which isn't like a controlled vr headset but you put your phone in and you can use the the gyroscope within your phone to to use the 3d video on youtube and it makes you feel like you're almost there especially you get a nice pair of headphones on you can really hear the whole thing um, if you really want to go crazy, I've seen some stuff online where people are pretty much creating a little mock-up ride and, you know, dad's on the back shaking them back and forth and making sure that they feel all the different jostles and turns of, of a roller coaster at Disney. But that's something that you can really do to enjoy yourself, enjoy some of the rides, even though you can't be on them at the park. And, and as we're going with, with videos and stuff like that, YouTube actually has a phenomenal library of older documentaries about Walt Disney World that show you a little bit more of the different buildings and stuff like that and really can allow you to reminisce on some stuff. Especially if you've been going for years, you, if you guys are big Disney fans, you can even see some stuff that isn't at the parks anymore, which I, I always find kind of neat, or even see ride-throughs that are of rides that had a different you know, setup before and uh, have something completely new. Um, I'm speaking spe specifically about Figment, but there's a few other ones that do have different um, interiors as far as the way the ride goes and, and some scenery within there. Pirates of the Caribbean being another one after the Pirates of the Caribbean movies came out and Jack Sparrow was such a hit. One thing that'd be pretty cool, and you can get a uh, pretty cheap projector online. I don't know if, how long it would be before it gets to you, or if you already have one, you can also find one at Walmart when you're stocking up on groceries for the next week of um, our quote-unquote quarantine. But you could go out on the back porch even. I like to do that. That way you get like the outside air and it's a little bit warm. Set up a, a little sheet on the wall and you can, you know, watch the, the different rides and different stuff like that from there or even just a documentary or a movie about Disney. And that's a great way just to kind of get your kids or yourself outside a little bit. Um, but speaking of outside, I, I want to start listening into a conversation that I got to have with Corey Amrine, who is an Adventures by Disney guide. Um, he has been doing it for quite some time. He's going to talk specifically in the episode that I'm going to let you guys listen to about his um, experiences going over to Spain. So let's give that one a listen. tour-based company obviously through Disney that it's really uh, focused on families and family adventure and how we can bring generations together so you can have grandpa and grandma taking their grandchild and all you know everybody in between and really having a, um, an opportunity to experience all of these things throughout the world as uh, as a family and we want to you know obviously put the Disney spin on it but most of all have the um, have the Disney quality that is the number one thing that I've seen with the company um, over the years. And it really, uh, it helps change people's lives and just their whole uh, outlook on travel, to be honest with you. Corey is one of the coolest guys I know and um, a phenomenal guy. You see a lot of stuff about him on, on social media, a lot of the stuff with uh, guests that he has been with in the past. Um, really cool person to talk to. I've had a chance to talk to him quite a few times off and on, Mike. He's got, he's got me hooked on, on a trip at some point to go do a, a Disney destination like that with Adventures by Disney. You you get two guides. They they both know so much about the local area they're in. They have a great relationship with the local guides. Um, and, and they they really show you things that you aren't going to see on an everyday tour. Uh, one of, one thing that I, I remember from our conversation, and I can't remember what town it is in Spain, but Corey was talking about a little shrine that one of the locals had shown them one night. And 
just how excited he got when he talked about showing his guests this little area that isn't something that non-locals see um was just it, it was palpable i mean he's such an excited guy he's such he really has such a huge passion for what he does and really gives adventures by disney a great name so I want to move on to the last thing that you guys can do while at home. Obviously, I'm going to plug myself, but I also want you guys to listen into a few of the um, podcasts that I really enjoy. So uh, a list of a few podcasts that are all about Disney. Uh, the top one on iTunes, Google Play, and everyone like that, which is WDW Radio. Uh, Lou Mangello is the host. He used to be a lawyer from New Jersey, and he decided to put that in his past, and he went down and he made... Disney and inspirational speaking his life, and he's a really great conversation. The guy knows so, so much about the Disney parks, full of knowledge. Um, they do a lot of cool giveaways, a lot of cool sweepstakes, and um, little quizzes that you guys can do between um, different episodes, and that's a great listen you can you guys can check out. Another great one is uh, mousechat.net. Now, these are all travel planners, and they again, have a lot of information. I, I listen to these ones the most when it comes to actually getting day-to-day operations information. It's very similar to what we do um, here at 5-Minute Podcast, but they do have a, a big group. They've got hosts that are actually at both parks that live right around the corner from both parks, rather, and they're, they're also a really great listen. They're a lot of fun, very funny. Um, they have a great dynamic together. And lastly, one of the ones that I listened to, and actually one of the reasons why I got into podcasting about Disney, is Geekin' on WDW. Now, this is hosted by Curtis Stone. I had a really awesome opportunity to get him on the podcast so we could talk a little bit. Um, I want to make sure you guys listen to that. If you guys want to check him out, I, I really recommend it. He always has a lot of trip reports, stuff like that. If you want to hear things about Disney to reminisce on and to remind you of why you love Disney, that's the guy to listen to. So I'll put a little bit in the show notes as far as links for that. But here's a little bit from my conversation with Curtis Stone. Problem. Um, so, you know, a big part of, you know, the, the, what I enjoy about your podcast, too, is dining. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge foodie. Um, you know, I'm very lucky that my job is extremely labor intensive. I, I carry water for a living. So, um, you know, I, I should be at least 300 pounds, um, (laughs) but you know, so, so Disney is my place to to eat, you know? So, you know, I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, what your kind of dining preferences are, maybe some places that, you know, you, you would like to try. Yeah. I've only learned what a foodie was by doing my podcast. Um, I'm, I guess I'm not officially a foodie. I kind of tell, I tell people that I love buffets. <laughs> I love the variety. <laughs> I ain't going to be ashamed of it. I do love the buffets and some of my favorites. I'll tell you, I'll give you my top three restaurants or sit down restaurants that I, I really have talked about as being my favorites. And most, and I've tell you, I've learned this about myself going to Disney world. I'm really not into the fancy pants stuff. I've done, I've done those, some of the signatures. I enjoy them. They don't impress me that much. They're they're fantastic. People love them. And if you love food, boy, Disney World is the place to vacation because you're going to get some of the best in the world. You know, they just that's a great place to train if you're learning culinary and all those things. There's so many different varieties and flavors and things to try. But I'll tell you why it's, these three are my top favorites. And the first one is a signature. I'll, number three would be Flying Fish. That is my favorite signature. 
it is on the boardwalk. It was a funny story with that was a guy at work who doesn't hardly ever go to Disney World. He was going mm-hmm. and he said, oh, we went we went to Flying Fish and it was just so fantastic. And he's talking about it. And I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm the podcaster, dude. I'm I go there every year. I've been going every you know, this was about five or six years ago. And uh, when I first was starting the podcast and stuff. And so I, my daughter and I and my wife went there and oh my gosh i was like the 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 food was just fantastic i've talked about loving the boardwalk area and the service and i talk to people on my podcast i always ask them because i can't believe it every time i've gone there the service is just outstanding even more than any other restaurant too so flying fish gets my number three favorite and then you're going to hear my buffets boma over at the animal kingdom lodge okay Bo- Boma, Boma. Yeah, it's it's out of the way. If you've not, when we first started going to Disney World, we didn't even know they had restaurants in the resorts. I mean, first few years, we were, it was my sister-in-law who said, and set it up that time we went to the Polynesian for the first time, we started doing these restaurants in the resorts. But yeah, Boma won me over. And it's just the amount of flavor, the soups. Oh my gosh, the soups are unbelievable. And the salads, and then the carving, they had they had my ribs. I'm a big ribs guy. They had that this time. They have this. It's like a quiche, and it's got um, lamb in it too. I forget. I forget the name of it, but there's just so many great flavors, and you know, I love the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So the Boma is a great one. And then I've already talked about Ohana. But why do I love Ohana? I mean, the food. They start you out with this bread that's pineapple pineapple bread. That's that's wonderful. It's killer, right? The butter. <laughs> My family embarrasses me. Like they just keep bringing loaves of bread. I'm like, hey guys, don't eat all the bread. We're gonna have shrimp and chicken and steak coming up off the skewers, right? And they they bring this. They call it family style in Disney World, where you can eat as much as you want, but they bring these big plates, and they have these Polynesian noodles or Chinese noodles that are fantastic. My wife embarrasses me because she keeps ordering another bowl of that stuff and. Uh, the broccoli and the the vegetables, chicken wings, sticky chicken wings that are fantastic, which is something I love making myself, and the pot stickers, oh, and the dips, and then you have the dips of sauce, the peanut sauce, and there's another sauce they give you, and then they finish you off. Well, the 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 beef that they keep bringing you and the skewers, they have these huge skewers that they're they're cooked over flaming meat, and and you'll say I I said yeah I don't know if I want any steak and they start they just start piling it on your plate (laughs) they don't care they just keep bringing it and bringing it and bringing it and the shrimps are huge these huge tiger shrimp and they're they're flavored just right so love that and then everybody loves the bread pudding is that funny down at disney world everyone talks about bread pudding with the caramel sauce or the vanilla sauce and yeah so love the atmosphere the kids are doing coconut races and it's just a fun family place. Everybody's your cousin, and it's a fun family place. And we had a great seat the last time. We had a great seat finally, right in front of the the window facing the Magic Kingdom and the castle. So, oh, that's yeah. a, that's a really good spot. Yeah, all these times I've been there, that was the first time I got that seat. I'm like, wow, how come I've never been here before? This is awesome. You were asking. I was. I did a little homework, thinking about what would I. My mom and Judy give me one restaurant that I can as my pick when we go on vacation. So we'll start planning for the October. But when you asked me the question, I was like, hmm, which one would I like to do? I'd like to do something new. Boy, Disney Springs. I don't know about you, Nick, but and everyone I talk to, what a hit 
the, the renovations have been down there. It's just oh, fantastic. Oh, absolutely. Man, every, and they're constantly opening new stuff, right? And I, lo- I, I love the boathouse spot in there, too. And I love Jock Lindsay's as a lounge and that area. Mm-hmm. Paddlefish is one that I'm, I'm thinking my audience, you know, what if someone talked about that I would love to do? Paddlefish is, is a seafood type place I would love to do. But there's a new one opening up, I noticed, this summer. And it's called City Works. And they've got beer. Mm-hmm. It's a beer kind of drawn, you know, and sports bar. So oh, that's okay. right up my alley. I love that kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, oh, I'm forgetting the name of the one down there. We did one. This it was really good. I had a nice French dip sandwich. Um, oh, it's not Enzo's. I'm forgetting the name of it. But anyways, the other one I'd like to do, and I've never done, and this is one that my wife she's not into it at all she doesn't think she's like the food but everybody talks about the good food is raglan road i'd like to do i like the irish pub kind of place too so that's my yeah. that's my kind of the edison was the one i, I was saying yeah the edison was fun too i had a nice uh, steak sandwich there with the au jus so yeah i could talk food all you know my podcast like yeah <laughs> we talk food on our with our guests for sure it's it's a big part of the vacation Book your magical Walt Disney World vacation. Call 833-88-TINKS today or visit tinksmagicalvacations.com. Please, guys, if you like anything you heard from Curtis, go check him out. Again, that's Geekin on WDW. Best listen that I, I listen to on a weekly basis. So definitely check that one out. And that's about it for this episode. Thank you so much, guys, for listening in. And uh, just to repeat myself from the beginning of the episode, please, 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 everyone stay inside. Think about others, especially elderly, uh, any loved ones. You know, it might not affect us like it does them. And if you go out, you bring a huge chance on bringing it home with you or to them. So please stay inside. Try and find things to enjoy your time. Um, If you have a pop collection like me, you might want to start organizing. I know that's what most of my pop collecting buddies are doing. But other than that, if you guys like anything you heard from this episode, please make sure you head over to www.5minutepopcast.com or you can find us on social media. Just search 5-M-I-N-P-O-P-Cast. That's 5-Minute Popcast. Primarily posting pictures uh, for any of you at home who want to check out some really cool Disney pictures and Disney info. I'm posting about 50, 60 uh, posts a week that just have a lot of really cool stuff to read and a lot of great pictures to check out and other than that guys thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time up fanatics if you know that word then i definitely have your attention if you have an itch and the only thing that will scratch it is a funko pop then you definitely need to listen to the funkoholics podcast follow these addicts as they talk everything funko from news release hunts stories and tips the obsession is all too real with these active collectors download today from your favorite podcast platform and remember guys coming from a funkoholic i used to think collecting was bad for me so i gave up thinking